happy spring break week. It's the Tyler Glenn Show, the show about food and fun places and the mayhem of life. It's a Monday. Could be a quiet Monday with people across western Manitoba sleeping in or kids jumping on the bed. It's spring break. It's spring break. Let's go to the fair. Let's go to the fair. Good to have you along. Locally, Brandon's Royal Manitoba Winter Fair starts today amid some concern and possible controversy. Oh, no. We've got the details this morning. Also coming up, someone in Western Manitoba won a quarter million dollars over the weekend. Like a a quarter mil on the Kinsmead Jackpot Bingo. We'll tell you what that game is all about in case you're new to it. And might even be able to introduce you to who won. Looks as if you're a concert goer and have bought tickets through Ticketmaster, you could be in for a payday. That class action lawsuit hits today. And since Ticketmaster has a monopoly, chances are you did buy some tickets from them and you may be uh, getting some cash. We'll have details on that. As we welcome you into the Beach Bunker for a holiday Monday for some, it's a regular workday Monday for others. I'm Tyler Glenn, and thanks for being a part of the show today. McDonald's birthday parties. Do you remember those? Do you remember Ronald and all the characters coming around? Do you remember the excitement you experienced when you were either invited to a McDonald's birthday party or, oh, my God, you were blessed with, yes, son or daughter, you will invite your friends to McDonald's for a birthday party. Now, for those under the age of 30, they have no idea what we're talking about. Those over 30, it, it was amazing. We'll take a trip back in time and see if those McDonald's Christmas parties are still a thing. Also, stupid questions that are asked by travel agents or asked of travel agents. It's pretty funny. You know, we, we think they're miracle workers and uh, often they are. But some of these questions are just purely ridiculous, unreasonable and just stupid. And we'll take a look at some of those this morning because we are the show about food and fun places and the mayhem of life. And it's so good to have you along on a Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. I, I, I really do. I had a good weekend. I was in Winnipeg over the weekend, had a little celebration with my mom and dad for their 50th anniversary. And of course, I ate and took pictures and we'll have them for you. Hopefully, it's unfounded, um, but it's 2023 and we're dealing with animals at the Royal Manitoba Winter Fair. And if you are new to the show and and maybe you're watching or listening from outside the area, in our town, we have uh, a couple of big fairs every year. This is probably the biggest one. It's an indoor fair because it's so cold here. Uh, our biggest one is inside in a, in a multi-complex arena. And this arena is massive. It's actually one of the biggest of its kind, I think, in Western Canada. It's called the Keystone Center. And they have um, all kinds of covered buildings all attached to each other in a super complex. It's very large, very impressive, very warm. And they have uh, animals in there and uh, a rodeo and, well, so to speak. I'll show you a little bit of it in just a second. But first, let's take a look at what uh, today in history is or what our holidays are. Are you ready? Let's do it. It's not very big today. It's World Theater Day on this 27th of March. It's National Spanish Paella Day. I'm not sure what that is. It looks like a shrimp dish. Spanish Paella. It has got shrimp peas in it shrimp seafood shrimp peas paella have you ever had paella before this is what it looks like if you had a bowl of of paella i'll take the seafood it is also 
Um, oh, I lost it here. Hang on two seconds. So National Paella Day, National Scribble Day, National Joe Day. If you know somebody named Joe, one of my best friend's brother's names is Joe. And Joe is one of the biggest eaters. He would be, I don't want to say he's number one, but he's top three. This guy, I've had him over to my place for New Year's, Joe. And he likes the the seven-layer dip. And this guy, this guy takes the chip and he completely demolishes it and and not like oh this is gross what's this guy is like really pigging out on the food it is just pure it's like watching an athlete you know the way he eats because he's not a large person he's just a he is um he's one of those guys that just comes in and it's like oh i love good food and i don't know there's something kind of fun about that that you go to the work of preparing all this food and joe comes in and demolishes it all you're just like that's awesome. That is awesome. Just just a real food lover. So, and that's I think that's the only Joe I know. Joe the Destroyer. So, I hope that we've got the pictures of the new barbecue Tasha because Tasha, you I want to give you a gift card from Amazon. Go on my Facebook page, post a picture of your barbecue, okay? And the and the steaks, or or even if the steaks obviously are gone, but maybe just a picture of your 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 barbecue, or just a thumbs up by it, or something like that. Everyone's doing some fun stuff, but make sure you take a quick pic, put it on the Facebook page under the contest, so that you can win a gift card. Okay, celebrate Exchange Day. It is uh, World Theater Day and Quirky Country Music Song Titles Day. It is it's Quirky Country Music Song Titles Day. And I would be amiss if I did not uh, share some of these quirky uh, country music song titles with you. I figured I'd get some horses in the background here. As These are actual country songs sang by actual country artists. I can't believe that these exist, but they do. And uh, I'm going to share them with you here. An 80-proof bottle of Tear Stopper. Of course, George Strait's All My Exes Live in Texas. Am I double parked by the curbstone of your heart? At the gas station of love, I got the self-service pump. <laughs> Bubba shot the jukebox. That's a Mark Chestnut song. I've played that song on the radio. Uh, did I shave my legs for this? That's a very popular song. Don't squeeze my Charmin? What the heck? Uh, don't strike a match to the book of love. I love this one. Drop kick me Jesus through the gold poles of life. Drop kick me Jesus through the gold posts of life. How much whiskey? Did, Tom Wenham, good morning. I bet you, Tom, you played that one. Uh, we've played a lot of country songs over the years, haven't we? Uh, sounds will do that, Tyler. Man. Get the get the hammer, Mama. There's there's a head on Papa's fly. Get your biscuits in the oven and your buns in the bed. <laughs> get your biscuits in the oven and your buns in the bed. Holy shit, this is unbelievable. Get your tongue out of my mouth because I'm kissing you goodbye. <laughs> oh, this is good. It's terrible. It's what's the name of the day today? Quirky Country Music Song Titles Day. 
actual country music songs. Um, guess my eyes were bigger than my heart. Her teeth were stained, but her her teeth were stained, but her heart was pure. <laughs> oh God! Oh man! How can I get over you if you won't get out from under me? <laughs> oh, how does that suck go? How can I get over you if you won't get out from under me? <laughs> oh my God! How how come your dog don't bite nobody but me? Oh, jeez, that's funny. I don't do floors. I fell in a pile of you and got love all over me. Oh, yikes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess I had your leaving coming. I hate every bone in your body except mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I hate every bone in your body except mine. That's got to be the best one. Whew, it's too early for this. Oh, that's funny. Oh, all country music. All country music. I hate every bone in your body except mine. (laughs) Oh, God. That's awesome. Oh, I would have wrote you a love letter, but I couldn't spell yuck. Oh, okay. I'd like to check you for ticks. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I actually like that one. I'd like to check you for ticks. That's a good one. I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. I'd rather hear a fart girl, a fat girl fart than a pretty boy sing. Oh, wow. There we go. That'll be, uh, someone should post that out there. I'm sure that the Twitterverse would love that one. Holy man. That's crazy. I'd rather pass a kidney stone than another night with you. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Tasha, hold my beer while I kiss your girlfriend because she needs a real man. Oh yeah, I've heard that one. That's a, that's a pretty good one. That's a that's a pretty good one. The the bone one. That oh, can you imagine? They'd never play that on the radio now. No way. If love were oil, I'd be a quart low. If my nose were full of nickels, I'd blow it all on you. What? That doesn't. If my nose were full of nickels, I'd blow it all on you. That If the jukebox took te- teardrops. Okay, I think I've heard that one. Um, it's The list is extensive. It's unbelievable. I'm under the table over you. I've been roped and thrown by Jesus in the Holy Ghost corral. Make me, work, make me late for work today. Okay. My John Deere was breaking your field while your dear John was breaking my heart. Oh, Lord. If I said you had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me, says Tom? Yeah, that's the Bellamy Brothers. Some of those weird titles actually were big, big songs. And I actually, I actually kind of like that song. Um, and, you know, obviously a pickup line there to boot, right? My wife ran off with my best friend. I sure do miss him. That's pretty funny. You're the reason our kids are so ugly. Oh, you're the reason our kids are so ugly. What? And and actually, that apparently that was quite a big song. I think that was um, 
Loretta Lynn and who the heck was her partner? Uh, Conway Twitty. Uh, you're the reason our kids are so ugly. Happy quirky country music titles day today. And, you know, go and download a couple of those songs. We're going to get to some of your spring break pictures here in just a second. But first, I wanted to show you a bit of my weekend. Let's just take two seconds here. There's the lovebirds celebrating the lovebirds. They're going to, my mom's going to say, why are you showing pictures of us? My dad talking to my son there. And, uh, oh, I got to get pictures of the food. Where's the food? They're opening a present. Okay, so here's my food. Check this clubhouse out. So if you go to the Olympia Cafe, look at their Greek salad. Like the Greek food, if you are into Greek food, you've just hit the lottery because it's probably the one of the best Greek restaurants I've ever been into in my life. Seriously, they're completely authentic. It's right when you come into Winnipeg on the west side. But I'm, I'm, I'm having a clubhouse sandwich because they make it, you can ask for it with chicken, and it is insanely good. So good. And look at that Greek salad with the olives there. That's nice. And this is just a chicken Caesar salad. That's, you know, your, but it's grilled. It's like a barbecued chicken breast, nice and tender, lots of cheese on it, and served with garlic toast. That's my daughter's. She loves chicken Caesar salad. So um, that is a good one to have at the Olympia Cafe on Portage. Oh, there's the family. We're hanging out. There's our spring break picture. Here's the, fa- here's the whole family. There's the big family shot. My folks, and that's my sister, and my daughter's right beside me. My sister's husband and kids, and of course, my wife is on the right-hand side with David there. I'm glad I put this up. So then we went to Fat Burger. Oh, yeah, baby. Beauty. Family time. That was the start of my spring break, and we're going to get to some of your pictures. We appreciate you sending them in. McDonald's birthday parties. Are they still a thing? We're going to find out. All right. Let's take a look at uh, the Royal Manitoba Winter Fair, day one of the Royal Manitoba Winter Fair. And if you are new to this event, maybe you're watching, listening from Winnipeg or other parts of Canada or the United States, um, the Royal Manitoba Winter Fair is a annual event. It's been happening for generations, and it's an indoor fair, as I was explaining earlier. Um, It's an indoor fair. It's an agriculture-based fair, and it has things like this. Horse jumping. Horse jumping. Uh, it's uh, one of the sports that you would see at the Royal Manitoba Winter Fair. One of the many things that you might see over the course of a week. This is, uh, they do a pig scramble and a calf scramble. That is a shot of the calf scramble, kid tackling a cow. Yes. And uh, th- this is uh, the, the, the horse and, and, and carriage rides. Well, they're not rides. They're competition, I believe. Petting zoo is a big thing, and because it's an agricultural-based fair, it's an, an opportunity to have the kids see where their food comes from. And there's mom and dads, and there's a trade show, and they get to go around and look at stuff. And it's really nice to get out of the house. It's really kind of the winter break activity. We've been all cooped up through the winter and then the winter fair comes and it kind of signals the end of winter and there's another calf that's been tackled and another cow that's been fed oh there's my t-bone steak hi mr t-bone eat this hay and then they this they have dog races and stuff look at the kids get into it there their faces are painted and they're all excited and they get to watch the 
the dog tricks and the and the and the dog races and and again everything is inside so there's no real worry about weather but there always has been traditionally a winter fair storm that comes and usually one day at least one day is affected by the storm that rolls through during the winter fair but it's that it's looking different this year of course this event was affected severely by covid couple of years, it just did not go. And it brings in close to $20 million into the Brandon community. Okay, there's the pig scramble. That's the bacon scramble, I call it. Get the bacon, kids. They put the helmets on, and then they tackle the pigs. And look at how adorable that little girl looks, riding around in a horse and carriage there. And and so um, it goes without saying, you can see there's a lot of agricultural-related stuff because that's where we are. We're kind of in the middle of the country. There's not much here but grain fields and open skies and lots of cows and chickens and, and pigs and stuff and, and hockey. And this is our big hockey arena. We call it the Keystone Center. And there's the kids. She's Hopefully her head didn't get stuck there. That looked like she... she uh, and there's more bacon. Bacon on the run. Bacon on the run. And look at the ribbons. I don't think she won all those ribbons. I think they're about to be given away because she would not be invited back because that she would be a shark in the horse ribbon stuff. Look at I've got a cow. Look at I've got a T-bone on legs. And look at, oh, more horse jumping. And that's pretty impressive. The, the, the horses are very impressive. Um, is there a bar at the fair? Yes. I believe it's called the barn bar, of course. And look at these kids are seeing where... Um, some of their food comes from, and there's another lovely lady on a horse and, and cart. And so this brings in thousands and thousands of people from across Western Canada and the Northern U.S. There's a fiddle contest. That's right. And that took a hiatus. They brought it back, I believe, this year. How cute are those kids? I don't even know what this is. Some kind of little parade or something. Living on, and then they've got lots of food vendors and things like that. So it's a big egg show. It starts today. It runs for one week. And this is a great shot of Doodles the Clown. He is an institution. He wanders the concourse in the fair the whole week. He does a great job, and he's very loud, and the kids love him. And you see a lot of these horses and buggies. So basically, you've been to the Royal Manitoba Winter Fair just by looking at these pictures. You Basically, this is what you can expect when you go to the fair um this indoor showcase and again this hockey rink is where a lot of the action happens that's where our brandon Wheat kings play hockey costume parade yeah i don't know if they do that anymore that costume parade that might be from a few years ago but um a bit of controversy apparently this year with the royal manitoba winter fair because one of the things that um the kids really enjoy is the petting zoo do i have anything from oh yeah okay here we go this is from the petting zoo now, it's pretty self-explanatory what a petting zoo is. You know, the kids go in there and they, you know, pick up the animals. As right here, they're picking up a, a, a birdie. Oh, there's, uh, I think that's Karina the Hooper, or the crazy Hooper lady. She can do, she was on the Ellen show one time. Um, but the petting zoo is a mainstay of the fair because the kids get up close and personal with rabbits and and chickens and all kinds of animals and i'm i'm getting word this morning that there is a possibility that the petting zoo is still running but i'm getting word that there people are hearing that they may not be the kids may not be allowed to touch the animals 
which kind of defeats the purpose of a petting zoo in my mind. But again, this can't be confirmed. I don't have confirmation of this yet. Um, There are several people online that are saying that uh, the petting zoo is going to be very different at the Winter Fair this year. Um, What's different? After a few hours, the animals are tired of being chased and handled. Um, I, I think that what has happened is that there is a possibility that animals don't really like being picked up and and petted. Quinton says, so a zoo? Yeah, except, I mean, the thing is, is that a lot of these kids, you know, you can, I can drive into into a field and see a lot of these animals, really. Like, let's just take a country drive. You know, to get up close and, and touch the animals is, I thought, was kind of a neat thing for the kids to do. Now, again, I don't know for sure if if this is a thing or not so i don't want to say that they're not allowed to touch the animals but you know uh chad is saying wokeness won another battle well it's part of the magic of the fair i don't there's a there's a karen amongst the herd so a budget zoo (laughs) well again i i think what we'll do is we'll work on getting some confirmation that is uh um, something of concern because the because the petting zoo is really a popular part of this event, and the kids have waited a long time to go and pet a whole bunch of different animals, and we're trying to get some confirmation on what's happening. Obviously, there are call, multiple calls into the provincial X to get some clarity on the petting zoo so that uh, we can figure out if the kids are going to be allowed to pet the animals or not. I'm going to send a quick note over to the office today and we'll get some clarity for the show tomorrow. And uh, maybe if they're willing, maybe they'll even come on and explain what's happening uh, with the animals this year and, and what's happening with uh, with the concerns involving the animals at this year's fair. Speaking of concerns, Ticketmaster is go- is getting sued. Thank God. Now, you want a villain to throw stones at? It's Ticketmaster. How were these people allowed to get so big? Doesn't matter if you're going to a concert in Winnipeg, you're in Vegas taking in a show, in any city across North America, Ticketmaster is the game. Who is who is the competition of Ticketmaster, really? There is none. It's ridiculous. And this is the cause of so many of our problems when it comes to things like price and selection. And not just for tickets. It's having this conversation on the weekend, especially in this country where you've got two airlines, you know, chocolate and vanilla, two cell phone companies, chocolate and vanilla, cable companies, chocolate and vanilla. Like, where's the choice? Choice produces variety. Choice produces competition. And choice produces better prices for you. Because this is this is ridiculous. That ticket fiasco ready for tomorrow's first court hearing on the matter. And ABC's Zorian Shaw is in Los Angeles with more. Zorian. Geo, there is some bad blood between Swift fans and how they feel. Yeah, so Taylor Swift fans have led the charge here. Thank God, because there's just so many of them. And a rally on Monday outside the hearing, hoping that the company makes some big changes. Live Nation owns Ticketmaster, Quinn. His Live Nation, not competition. 
this no, morning, they own Ticketmaster. Making it clear who they are rooting it's for. It's a complete after monopoly. What they say was a disastrous experience with Ticketmaster and getting amped for a hearing with the company in Los Angeles tomorrow. They say Ticketmaster intentionally misled them back in November. No, really? Alleging the company engaged in fraud, price fixing, and antitrust violations. We are not going to just settle. We, we want to see some change happen. Go we get them. We want em. to see a difference being made. They say Ticketmaster intentionally charged sky-high fees and sold their tickets to scalpers. It's baffling that they could have screwed it up this badly. Soon after, Taylor Swift spoke out to her fans. She said there are a multitude of reasons why people had such a hard time trying to get tickets. Okay, so here's Taylor Swift's statement. And I, I, I'm sorry, I was disappointed when I read this this morning. You know, for somebody who claims to be so fan friendly and she is, you know, always about the fans and she has a great, great brand when it comes to um, loving her fans, taking care of her fans, doing things for her fans. I got the sense from Taylor Swift that she was defending Ticketmaster a little bit here. But when that is your meal ticket, when that is the people who pay you, even someone, even... Even Angel Taylor, the angel of the music business, the holy one, can cave. I'm trying. There's a multitude of reasons. I'm trying to figure out how this happened. Really? Here's how it happened, Taylor. That's the only place to buy tickets. When you're the only game in town, you can charge whatever you want. It's crap. Ticketmaster needs to be broken up. Like they're going after TikTok. Oh yeah, yeah, let's go after TikTok. How about a how about a, a company that has the run of the board? Like at least give us vanilla. It's just chocolate. That's there's no other flavor for tickets. It's ridiculous. And I'm trying to figure out how the situation can be improved oh, thanks, moving forward. Nice. Even Congress has scrutinized the company owned by Live Nation. We apologize to Ms. Swift. We need to do better, and we will do better. The company also says it does not embrace deceptive and questionable secondary ticketing practices. Right. One, the system's crashing when the tickets go on sale. Ticketmaster itself has already said that they're working on this. The second piece, ticket prices will still be sky high as long as there's sky high demand and limited supply. I know when line blink. Yeah, Drake now. Ticketmaster also facing another lawsuit from Drake fans. They say there was a disconnect from what they wanted and what they got, suing Ticketmaster for, they say, intentionally misleading customers. They claim the company knew the Canadian artist would perform at two concerts in Montreal, but that they hid the information to hike sales. That's just unbelievable. And our expert says the artists largely set the prices, but you have many artists, The Cure and Neil Young, who agree with fans. They are very critical of Ticketmaster's high fees. And remember, decades ago, Pearl Jam... I was just going to say, Pearl Jam tried to sue them. They lost that battle, yep. and they still use Ticketmaster today. So, so Pearl Jam sues back in the 90s and get crushed by Ticketmaster and still have to use Ticketmaster. Like, that that's... That's too much power. It is just too much power, and it's another thing we're following for you. And if you've ever bought tickets to anything, it's been Ticketmaster, and you may be included in this class action lawsuit, which means should they win, once the lawyers get a hold of it, you might get 
10 or 15 dollars but but this is crazy i think i would be i would be happy if they just broke up the company or provided more competition people will quit going to shows because of the of the blown out prices you would think that that's the case but bruce springsteen was just announced for winnipeg what is that november and i mean people were paying thousands of dollars they just they sometimes when an artist like bruce springsteen who's never been to manitoba comes to town people just it's a once in a lifetime opportunity so they treat it as such and out comes the credit card and they put it on there and they say to hell with what it costs i don't care i must see bruce springsteen he has never been here before and ticketmaster preys on that and because they're the only game in town there's no competition wonder who is in bed with ticketmaster I think they're in bed all by themselves. I don't know, unless there's something I don't know. I can't find who else sells tickets. You know, Live Nation, like Quentin says, well, isn't Live Nation competition? No, Live Nation owns Ticketmaster. So the concert promoters and the ticket sellers are one and the same. So no wonder Taylor Swift is saying, uh... I'll do an investigation. We we have to do better. I'm going to see where the problem is. Well, no kidding. Because realistically, if Taylor Swift, and think about it, there are very few people, if any, more powerful in the music business than Taylor Swift. She is a monster. She should be able to create, well, that's what she should do is create her own ticketing company. That's what she should do. Taylor Swift and Drake and Beyonce and Jay-Z should get together and form their own ticket company and watch what happens. Oh, be awesome. And then just take it to Ticketmaster. Get the competition in there and see what happens so that, you know, we can get these fees down and get this, this weird... Weird science of ticketing under control. Uh, Natasha apparently is is drowning in laundry, she tells me. What's my spring break looking like, Tyler? Well, oh, about three weeks of unfolded clean laundry. Well, at least it's What's done. What's my spring break looking like, Tyler? Well, about three weeks of unfolded clean laundry. Well, at least it's done. At least the laundry is clean. And that's folding laundry. You know, we've got AI now for computers. We have got all this automation. We're doing our own self-checkout in the stores. Can somebody, for the love of God, please invent a robot that is going to fold laundry? Recipes are always welcome on the Tyler Glenn Show, Showboat Food and fun places, and the mayhem of life, and good recipes. So there you go, Tasha, gold star. I'll post Tasha's recipe on tylerglennshow.com. How's that? Uh, post your picture below. It's 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 pinned on my Facebook page. Uh, just uh, shoot us a picture. A video's even better, but a picture will do just fine. And uh, we'll do the uh, the grand prize draw one week from today for the $50 gift card and... Uh, Tyler Glenn Show coffee mug. The McDonald's birthday parties. Oh, do you remember those? They were so much fun. And you were so lucky if you got invited to a McDonald's birthday party. And 
do you remember you'd show up and there was a cake with your name on it surrounded by the people that you loved there was games and good food and everybody got a hat and there was like a cardboard lunchbox type of thing that you got to get your food out of the 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 happy meals came in that case you're just not old enough to remember let's take a trip back in time it's a good time for the great taste of mcdonald's happy birthday nick make your child's birthday a really special occasion celebrate with a mcdonald's birthday party it doesn't cost a lot and it's no fuss for you there's food fun and games for the kids and even a special mcdonald's birthday cake a mcdonald's birthday party gives him something to remember all year long make a wish it's a good time for the great local mcdonald's for full details and then of course they had the playland too they had the play area where you could go and 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 there was toys for everybody uh you know this is a commercial because they don't show uncle nick smoking at the table in the back look at how excited those kids are and if you have pictures of your kids wearing those hats now you can actually blackmail them with them because you know it's ridiculous that that we wore those paper hats but we did and it was it was a lot of fun the mcdonald's birthday parties oh yeah oh quentin yeah you're from dauphin you had a and w and kfc i remember those trips to dauphin our dentist was in dauphin when i was a kid and we would always say let's go to mcdonald's hey we're in dauphin it's a and w that's so i understand what you're saying but they had a deep and delicious cake from kfc at your birthday party the best KFC is in Dauphin. Okay. You know, I can't say I've been there. The A&W, though, was legendary because, I mean, there was no McDonald's at that time. So, yeah, it would be the A&W. Now, the popularity has gone down over the years. Apparently, you can still go and have a birthday party at McDonald's. Now, this is how long it's been since I've been to the Trans-Canada McDonald's in our town. It's the main thoroughway in Brandon, the big highway that runs through town. It used to have a playland. Does the McDonald's on the number one still have the, the big playland? I don't think it does. Um, the playland had the balls in it, like the, the squishy, multicolored ball pits. And there was a, like a, a jungle gym there. And... You know, that kind of stuff. But uh, I think McDonald's, for the most part, has gotten away from that. And I mean, this is really what a McDonald's looks like today. It's kind of sterile, and it's got the, the, the keypad there where you order your food. You're not sometimes ordering it from a real person. And, man, those days of enjoying the birthday party. Having a big, big party at McDonald's, I don't know. I think they might be a thing of the past. Those balls were never washed. I Yeah, I wonder. This was questionable. All those those ball pits. McDonald's still has a play structure, but no balls. <laughs> you can still play. No balls. Okay. We've determined. This is the best invention McDonald's ever had, though. I think they were the first ones to come up with it was the um was the dual drive through that's that's pretty good. You you have to admit. Uh interesting story about the drive through for our Saskatchewan friends. It was actually invented by the wife of a franchisee in Regina. Cool story with this. 
It was back, uh, I believe, late 60s, early 70s. Ray Kroc was making the play for the company, as you've seen in, in The Founder, right? You've seen that movie. If you haven't, you've got to see it about McDonald's and the guy who made it into what it is, basically. This milkshake uh, this milkshake machine salesman who made McDonald's into this huge company. But at the time, because it was so cold, just like Manitoba, the wife of a franchisee said, you know what we need to do because these car hops are such a big deal at places like A&W where you pull up and you and, and they come to the car and we live in the tundra. We should cut a hole in the side of our building and let them drive up to the side of the building and we'll hand them the food. And at the time, no one was doing that. And McDonald's literally said, you're crazy. That's a, such a that's a crazy idea. That's the craziest idea we've ever heard. She said, well, you know what? Our sales are starting to slide. And I think, and again, this isn't even the franchisee. This is a wife of the franchisee. Just like, I hate the cold. I hate going out to the cold. And my husband owns a restaurant. And I think we should cut a hole in the side of our McDonald's. So they cut a hole in the side of the McDonald's. And actually, McDonald's flies in and says, what have you done? This is not acceptable. You shouldn't be doing this. We have the right to close your franchise down. And then the franchisee pulled out their books and said, this is the increase in sales we're seeing. And McDonald's quickly pivoted and said, well, then, um, maybe this one time, (laughs) maybe this one time we'll look the other way. Uh, we'll see how goes. We'll let you. We'll let you have this opportunity a little bit. But you know, we can't have franchisees just kind of going off and doing their own thing. And if you know of anybody that's in in franchise business, that you have to adhere to a strict code of um, branding and marketing. I mean, that's what makes franchises franchises. Is that if you go to a McDonald's in Brandon, Manitoba, or Queens, New York, or Miami, Florida, there, there's some huge similarities, if not almost identically the same, because it's designed that way. And then in Regina, you've got someone with a hole in the wall, and they're like, what is that? We hand food through the hole in the wall, and you can drive right up alongside the store. And quickly, it was adopted all over, and so the drive through came from Saskatchewan. And again, it's one of those those stories that uh, when I was working in Regina, the, the Regina Leader Post newspaper did a big expose on it. And you know, it's just not one of those widely celebrated things. But I think the drive-thru is one of the greatest inventions of all time. Where would we be without the drive-thru? We would not be very happy. We would be cold. And having to get out of our car would suck. Did my friend chintz out? Who got? Who gave me the best present? They're going to be my best friend for the rest of the school year. What is this? Oh, Johnny, that's just a McDonald's credit card. Put that form back. No, I want a credit card. Let me fill it out. But the interest rate is too high. Put it back. No. Open my present. Open my present. Oh, I am not interested in these kids. You can see the fun that's being had at McDonald's in 1989. Look at the boxes. There's the boxes I was talking about, the Happy Meal boxes with the toys in them, and everybody got one, and it's chaos in the most magical way possible. Look, I got a bag. Oh, good for you with sunglasses, too. 
moving along from McDonald's. You can still have the birthday parties. Not quite sure they're as magical as they used to be. Here are some of the craziest questions asked of travel agents. Travel agents have shared these on yourmileagemayvary.net. Will there be noisy guests at my hotel? Can you make sure I don't get a window seat on the plane because I just got my hair done? Does a, does a window seat mess up your hair? Or maybe she's worried about the sun hitting her hair through the window? It's another one. Do they have different money in other countries? Do they have different money in other countries? I was looking online at the picture of our room. I hate the curtains. I don't think I'll be able to sleep in that room with those curtains. Can you cancel my whole trip? This is classic. It doesn't get any more basic than this. Someone asked the travel agent, what address do I put on my luggage tags? How do these people find their way out of the airport when they get their stuff? What address do I put on my luggage tags? Here's another one. I'm all ready to go. I'm excited. I just have one question. I don't like wind. Will it be windy on my beach? This is our first family's cruise, and we have several cabins on different decks. Do all of the decks go to the same ports of call? My question is, you know, cruises aren't cheap, okay? So these people must have some type of employment that compensates them fairly well to take their entire family on a cruise. Yet the question that is asked is that because their family's cabins are on different decks, do all the decks go to the same port? Maybe inherited money? Maybe? Is that money inherited? Because what what could someone with that kind of question do for a living to afford to go on a cruise? Another one, do they speak English in Britain? I think someone's just trying to be funny. I'd love a train trip to Africa. No, I mean, I want a train trip from New York to Cape Town. Like, I had seen that somewhere on a television show. Someone had, uh, it was in court. Someone had asked, uh, it was in an actual court case, and they had said on their flight, or no, on their train ride from London to New York, and and the lawyer's like, can you say that again? Well, I, I was on a train ride from London to New York. And and the whole courtroom is going, are you being serious right now? And the witness was tr- was serious. No grasp on geography at all. Can you book two rooms in different parts of the resort? One for me and my wife, the other for my girlfriend. Can you please plan a honeymoon for me, my bride, and my mom? Can I fish off the cruise ship? Okay, now we've arrived at a question I have asked. And I guess I'm the the idiot right now. But I've always wanted to know that. I've never been on a cruise. And if I brought a fishing rod, is that something I could do? Could Would I? Do we have any sun seekers that have been on a cruise? Why can't you fish? What's the what's the rule against that? Why can't I fish off the back of the 
Why can't I fish off the back of the boat? Or especially if it's in port, like it's just sitting there. Pull a fish in. That sounds like fun. Could you provide me a list of any brothels on the Gulf Coast? (laughs) Does the crew on the ship get to sleep on board? Why does that even matter to you? I'd like to get married in the Caribbean on an island where the marriage is not legal in the U.S. Will you watch my pet while I'm away? Can I take guns on the plane? Do we need to be twins to have twin bedding? No one has said why I can't fish off the... Thank you. Some, no one is saying why I can't fish off the, sh- off the ship, so I must be able to. Will the snow be cold at my ski resort? How do the Hawaiian islands stay so close together without floating apart? Travel agents are not only very well organized and meticulous, they obviously have a huge degree of patience. Can I see the state lines when I'm flying over them? I want a window seat so I can see the borders. <laughs> oh, which direction is north in Australia? Do I have to bring my own bedding? Does a ship have lifeboats? How many pairs of socks should I pack? You're asking your travel agent, you know, questions about health insurance, getting your money back in the event of a catastrophe, and somebody is asking, how many pairs of socks should I take? Are there sharks in that ocean, the ocean that this traveler is going to? Can I take a cruise from Toronto to China? The answer there is no. Is there a Tim Hortons where I'm going? Three guesses what nationality that traveler is. Is there a Tim Hortons where I'm going? And uh, what is the safest seat on a plane if it crashes? People People want to know that stuff. I've heard that being asked before. Uh, is it safe to drink tap water in Mexico? Uh, again, I think that's a reasonable question. Just don't do it. How about that? Just that uh, there's bottled water everywhere. Uh, just have uh, have a bottle of water. It's really that easy. I'm at work. I wish I was in Mexico having a big margarita and sitting on the beach like in Zawatnejo, like I saw just a few moments ago. Get me those pictures. Facebook, go to Tyler Glenn. It's the pin shot at the top. Your chance at a $50 gift card from Amazon and a Tyler Glenn Show coffee mug. And uh, in the meantime, I will get some information on the petting zoo at the fair, and we'll have more fun and frivolity tomorrow and for the entire week right here on The Tyler Glenn Show, the show about food and fun places and the mayhem of life. And in the meantime, whether you're working, whether you're at play, be safe, have fun, and we'll do this again tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. on The Tyler Glenn Show. It's always a pleasure to be here spending the morning with you. We'll get our coffees ready, and we'll do it again tomorrow at 7 a.m., on the show about food and fun places and the mayhem of life. Have a great Monday.
special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.